G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Most of us dream big dreams when we're young. The older we get, the more the drudgery and burdens of life weigh us down, the less we dream. What dreams has God placed on your heart? Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond, and thank you so much for joining me as we take a look today at your God-given dreams from a different perspective. When we're young... We have dreams for how we want our lives to turn out. Those dreams are all different in one sense and all pretty much the same in another in that they include some common elements. Most of us when we're young dream about being wealthy, famous and finding love. Some dream about having children. They're what I call the happily ever after dreams. And in fact, we don't just dream those dreams when we're young. We continue in our daydreaming pretty much the whole of our lives. It's when we stop dreaming big dreams that we know that we're plumbing the depths of human existence. Whether we realise it or not, we're all daydreamers. It's part of what keeps hope going. And hope, when the going's not quite what we want it to be, hope is what keeps us going. We're chatting this week and next about not missing out on God's opportunities. Because he loves us, he has a plan for our lives. And time and again, He drops opportunities in along our path, opportunities that we can choose to pick up and run with or ignore and bypass, something which many people do. But often God places a dream in our hearts, a dream that he planted there when we were quite young, a dream that somehow he brings to fruition as we grow and mature. When I was young, daydreaming wasn't encouraged. Daydreamer was a detrimental label. It implied laziness. And yet I dreamed dreams. In my early teenage years, I had an encounter with God and I dreamed about becoming a minister. I dreamed about telling people about Jesus. But by the time I'd finished high school, I went on to study at university and set out to build a career and make lots of money, which I'd also dreamed about. The idea of me becoming a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ was lost. And yet it came back and came to fruition in my late 30s and early 40s. And here I am, well into my 50s, living out that dream. My point is that the dreams that God lays on our hearts are often appointed to the opportunities that he's planning on laying before us further down the track. It's exactly what happened to young Joseph, the son of Jacob, way, way back in the Old Testament. Let's have a listen. Jacob settled in the land where his father had lived as an alien, the land of Canaan. This is the story of the family of Jacob. Joseph, being 17 years old, was shepherding the flock with his brothers. He was a helper to the sons of Bilhah and Zilpha, his father's wives, and Joseph brought back a bad report of them to their father. Now Israel, that's Jacob's other name, now Israel loved Joseph more than any other of his children because he was the son of his old age and he made him a long robe with sleeves. But when his brothers saw that their father loved him more than all his other brothers, they hated him, and they couldn't speak peaceably to him. 
Once, Joseph had a dream, and when he told it to his brothers, they hated him even more. He said to them, listen to this dream that I dreamed. There we were, binding up sheaves in the field. Suddenly, my sheaf rose up and stood upright. Then all your sheaves gathered around it and bowed down to my sheaf. His brother said to him, Are you indeed going to reign over us? Are you indeed going to have dominion over us? So they hated him even more because of his dreams and his words. Then he had another dream, and he told it to his brother, saying, Look, I have had another dream. The sun, the moon, and eleven stars were bowing down to me. But when he told it to his father and to his brothers, his father rebuked him and said to him, What kind of dream is this that you've had? Shall we indeed, I and your mother and your brothers, come and bow down the ground before you? So his brothers were jealous of him, but his father kept the matter in mind. Genesis chapter 27 verses 1 to 11. Now, it seems like a pretty grandiose set of dreams, doesn't it? A dream of of greatness. And when we have those sorts of dreams and tell others about them, the most common response is mocking and rebuking. Exactly what young Joseph ran into. It's what I ran into when I shared my dream as a teenager too. When finally at age 39 or 40 I found myself studying to become a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ, I had another dream. To share the love of Jesus with millions of people. Millions. Now, that's outrageous. I I didn't tell anyone about that dream. It was too ridiculous. And here I am with you today, living out that dream. Dreams don't have to be big to seem ridiculous. Most people's dreams actually aren't huge. But if they were to verbalise those dreams, they'd no doubt draw the same response that Joseph's dreams drew. I'm not saying that every dream we have in our hearts is from God. Sometimes we dream of fame or comfort or wealth. Sometimes we dream away the problems that we're facing in the here and now, visualising what our lives would be like if only that one problem would go away. No, not all our dreams are from God, but some of them are. They're the ones that inexplicably warm our hearts and bring tears to our eyes, no matter how difficult or how outrageous they might seem. Joseph's dream was outrageous, wasn't it? Being a ruler where his father and mother and brothers were going to bow down to him, They all put it down to the fact that he was Dad's favourite, spoiled little brat, and his brothers hated him. And yet, if you know Joseph's story, something that we're going to explore over the coming weeks, that's exactly what happened. The dreams that God puts in our hearts when we're young, and sometimes when we're old too, the ones he puts there, as opposed to the selfish ones that we dream along the way, those dreams from God are an opportunity that many, many people miss because they write them off as just some crazy idea. What a tragedy it would be to miss out on the dreams that God's put into your heart, huh? One of the things that happens with those dreams, and one of the reasons that we so often miss living them out, is that reality sets in. In Joseph's case, the hatred of his brothers caused his life to take a terrible turn. And we'll check that out another time. Basically, Joseph was sold into slavery. That'll teach the little brat, right? In my case, I went and joined the army and and completely lost my faith in God. Then I set out on a career to go and make a lot of money in the IT industry and I'd completely forgotten about that dream that I'd had. Whenever we have a dream, reality always tells us it can never come to fruition. Whenever we have some dream in our heart, dark days 
inevitably come. That's why so many people let go of their dreams. The trick is to hang on to your dreams during the dark times. No more than that. The trick is to nurture your dreams through the dark days because those days will inevitably pass. No matter how dark the days become, hold on to your God-given dreams. Nurture them, feed them, dream them. Because one day, in God's time, the time will come to live out your dreams. Joseph had many dark days, in fact, years and years of dark days, actually, between when God gave him the dreams and when they finally came to pass. God's timing is always perfect. The harvest always comes at the right time. I know there are some people today who've heard Joseph's story and God has awakened that dream in you, that dream that he gave you long, long ago. Take it out. Dust it off. Start dreaming it again. Because who knows when God will bring it to fruition. Don't miss the opportunities that God puts before you. That dream that he gave you all those years ago will open your eyes to the opportunities that he's given you. The Word of God is alive and active, amen, with the power to transform your life, to help you be all that God made you to be. And that's what the Fresh Daily Devotional is all about. It's completely free and I'd love to send it to you. Each day you'll receive a life-changing scripture together with some words of inspiration, hope and encouragement from me delivered right to your inbox where you can choose to read, listen or watch the daily video. It's completely up to you. Remember, God's Word is the power to change and it's fresh for you each day. You can subscribe to receive your free daily devotional at freshdevotional.org or give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415 to request the printed devotional if that works better for you. Again, that's freshdevotional.org or 1-300-722-415. My prayer is that your heart will be touched and transformed as you draw ever closer to Jesus through the power of His Word. I'm Bernie Diamond. Catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.